seven. <laughs> two fifty seven. Uh, I had I had everything ready to go yesterday. All right, all right. Good planning, Dave Schultz, Linda Burton on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. Great show for you today. A uh, little raging Cajuns leaning uh, that way. We got Dr. Brian Magger coming in at four. He'll spend a half an hour with us. I always feel like if if you're willing to come into my studio, uh, I'm going to give you an extra fifteen minutes or so. Right, so it's a half an hour conversation with Dr. Brian Maggard as we turn the page from 2022-2023 to 2023-2024. And what are the issues facing the Cajuns right now? And I'm not talking about, you know, football program or basketball program, although do we have a contract for Bob Harlan yet? I don't think so. We've been working on that for a long time. Since the end of last season, yeah. So uh, we'll see about that. And he's still around, not going anywhere. Uh, but, uh, you know, Cedric Russell was in yesterday, I guess. Jonathan Stove was in yesterday. And so he oh, posted... Cedric Russell came back. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they're just working out or something like that. Gotcha. But they both came in uh, and uh, and coach put up a picture of them. So that would be one thing. But I'm looking like bigger picture, right? Like, how do you overcome? We know the problem. TV's an issue. So how do you overcome that? Uh, and the challenge is facing, you know, group of five uh, athletic departments uh, these days. Uh, we also have former Raging Cajun Gunnar Leger, and you know, I'm not sure I asked four questions, <laughs> and yet it went 21 minutes. So we will have that'll be a two-parter. All right, the first part will you know go about 10, 11 minutes, and the last part is also 10 minutes. Although it's just one answer, <laughs> he is thorough in his uh, response. We got Jake Madison, Lockdown Pelicans, talking Pelicans. We had what Grant Williams moved on from the Celtics. All right, my uh, 17-year-old nephew was very excited when uh, he replied to his uh, Instagram post and he liked it. Oh, nice. So how about that? I, it's all about the little things. Yeah, for right? sure. It's all about the little things. Uh, and we got Dan Matthews from 6A to the Fan talking Atlanta Braves baseball. Happy to take your phone calls, 269-1077, 269-1077. Uh, I do want to talk about, you know, get into that conversation. If you guys want to, you know, what questions I should ask, you know, please let me know with, you know, Dr. Brian Maggard, because I do want to get into the bigger picture because there are some challenges with this, right? So I'll give you an example. Mama Schultz is coming down in October. Nice. She doesn't want to melt. So just going uh, by history, it'll cool off come September or come mm -hmm. October, right? She's going to actually, my cousin, which I can't go to, is getting married in San Diego and I just couldn't figure out on how to, you know, not miss multiple shows. Uh, you know, in the second weekend of September, after just coming back from two and a half weeks away, I, I thought that was bad form. So I can't go. So she was like, well, can I go out there and then come to you? And I'm like, well, it's still going to be pretty hot in the middle of September. All right, It might cool off, but it's a good chance that it's yeah. still going to be 90 degrees during the day. At All the right? worst, 80. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's do mid-October where it'll cool off. It still could be a little bit warm, but it's not unbearable. Yeah, right? no, October's okay. definitely the time. And so then I'm looking, all right, when is, you know, LSU off, when the Cajuns are off? Well, I think the Cajuns are off in the middle of October, but that's when LSU is hosting Auburn. Um, Need to go see the Auburn. Yeah. Need to see Auburn, right? The Cajuns away at the end of the month, it's at South Alabama. So I'll skip that one. All right, I wanted to go to that one oh, just to go to back my former yeah, stomping grounds. Yeah, but say you skipping your former stomping grounds. That's okay. All right, we'd rather rather have maybe a time with Mama Schultz. Maybe she comes in a different week, mm -hmm. uh, early on in the month or whatever to 
you know, when we do have a game so she can see what's going on, you know, maybe I could talk my way into a press credential so she's not sitting outside for three and a half hours, right? Something along those lines and dealing with those stairs. Uh, but the point is, is that, you know, LSU has multiple rivalries, mm. right? Whether it's Alabama, Ole Miss, A&M is recent. They tried to force Arkansas down their throat, but that didn't really work. Uh, you know, now Florida, right? Yep. In terms of the football program, in terms of the athletic department, the Cajuns don't have a rival. Not at least one that they play. Now, maybe it'll turn into Southern Miss. All right? Baseball-wise, football-wise, maybe yeah. even basketball-wise. Southern Miss coming here this year, and obviously that's former Cajuns offensive coordinator Will Hall. But generally speaking... No one is circling one of the games. Coastal Carolina, but you're not playing them every year. Yep. And that's really only because of one reason, yeah, right? Because, because of the COVID championship mm-hmm. year, right? No one really, wasn't really a rival for that. I would say Southern Miss has to be the closest one, huh? Because it's not ULM, no, right? No, 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 and no. we'll see how many Southern Miss fans travel, right? It's a little bit of a trek. It's, it's, it's a good trek. See, the uh, way from the Cajuns treat ULM is how LSU should treat the Cajuns. The UL doesn't pay ULM any mind. Like in the crazy thing, they're in the same conference, but yeah, we but treat I'm them not, like little brother. But I, that's not my point. Oh, the okay. point is nobody comes from ULM to these games. Oh yeah, zero. zero that's zero, the thing, zero. right? The biggest crowds that I have been to at a Raging Cajuns football game is you know Grambling, McNeese, and Southern. Mm. Those are the big crowds. Yep, facts. No, you're right. right. Maybe La Tech. Yeah. Maybe a lot. A little bit. Was that during a week? That may have been a weekday game. I think so. But maybe a lot. But that's it. Right? It's it's not Troy. It's not South Alabama. You know, so they don't have a rivalry built in. Whereas LSU has numerous rivalries, right? The the games that, you know, lesser people show up are, you know, the group of five game, uh, maybe it's an out-of-conference game, you know, things like that, right? Uh, depending how bad the other SEC team is, you know, who knows what Mississippi State's going to be like with Zach Arnett, now the coach, you know, and and maybe they're bad. And you know what? This is a good week to stay at home. Maybe the weather, it could be too hot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be rainy. That'll stop them from drawing 100,000. But generally speaking, that's what they're drawing, right? Anything less than like 90,000 for an LSU game is bad. Definitely. Right? And now at, at a Raging Cajuns football game, as far as I'm concerned, anything over 15,000 is, is a good. win. Yeah. Anything over 15,000 is good. All right. And I was a big fan of 6 p.m. football games. Right? That's that I think that's a perfect time, except in September, that's still really hot. Now, what do they have in September? Because they, I, it, Buffalo is coming here, right? They're going to Minnesota. Is Buffalo coming here? I think Buffalo is coming here. Let's see here. Let's see. I'm pulling up. I know they're going to ODU. So they get Northwestern State here Saturday, uh, 630. They're mm-hmm. going to ODU the next weekend. So yep. that may not be actually too bad, but obviously, you know, I don't know how Cajuns fans are going to travel to that. UAB. UAB's in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they get Buffalo here and they go to Minnesota. So it's a tough little stretch. It is a tough little stretch, but, you know, are they going to get... In the month of September, they got two home games, Northwestern State and Buffalo. Are they going to clip the 25,000 mark? I 
doubt it. Right? Yeah. Just being not, like, not to be a Debbie Downer. No. But it just, right. Yeah. Right. I don't it's think not so. like a must see. I'm not even looking who LSU's playing. Mm hmm. Uh, so that'll be a thing. Uh, Texas State could be fun. We'll see. They were actually not picked very high. Phil Steele, I think, picked them out towards the bottom uh, of the division and in the conference. Again, they had 51 commits, 51 transfer or 51 uh, new signees, 37 transfers, 14 letters of intent. Jeez. My goodness. Mm. All right. And they're still looking for more. And they're going to play a fun bit of football. If you ain't ready to play Texas State, that's going to be a problem. So they need to be ready for that. They get Georgia State. Nobody care. Nobody around here cares about Georgia State. You know what? That may be the good weekend for Mama Schultz. Oh, the 21st? Octo- yeah. October 21st. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea, if she's coming in for a weekend, yeah. right? And she doesn't want to go to Tabasco, where my brothers came in and we went to. Mm-hmm. So let's let's bring her to a game, right? She can do a little tailgating, right? That'd be the one. All right. She'll get a little exercise in, and um, and we'll bring her to that one. All right. South Alabama is a nice rivalry. That could be good. Yeah. But we'll see how long that lasts, because... You know, if my guy Kane Womack has a good year, you know, he can be out of there or, you know, be out of there in the next couple of years or so. Arkansas State's no rivalry. Southern Miss is it, really, right? That's and, the one. And maybe Troy is it a little bit. That's kind of it in... In the past, in like in, the Hudspeth era, huh? But Troy would be more along the line. Troy's rivalry is South Alabama. Okay. But uh, Troy rivalry, rivalry in baseball, for sure. Okay, okay. gotcha. All right. And then you get ULM uh, to wrap it up. All right. And in this case, I'm being specific because I'm trying to figure out how we overcome this. Right. So what I saw and I can tell Dr. Maggot, it's what I saw when they came in here. Right. They're from the Big 12. Right. Dr. Maggot from Missouri kind of instituted some things that you do on the higher end of things Mm -hmm. and kind of and and kind of lost the middle class, if you will. Right. Because all of a sudden you're paying for parking. Concessions are a lot of money. Um the tickets are the tickets are relatively the cheap part. Yeah, the whole no, thing. the tickets are the, tickets the, yeah. are the relatively inexpensive part, right? You can get a ticket on game day, like an hour before at the Cajun Dome to go into Cajun Field, right. With ease, all right, mm-hmm. right. But I mean, you know, people need to plan. True, right? True, so true, you need true. to plan a little bit. Uh, and so, what if you get a ticket on the far side? You're in the sun. Yeah, all right. No, that's so a if you're good behind point. the visiting team, you're you're in the sun. And so, you know, I mean, what should, I mean, if you're, you got a family of four, I don't know what tickets are. Maybe we'll ask them. Yeah, we can. Right. That'll be a good question. You know, I mean, if you spend $20 a ticket, that's 80 bucks. I don't know if they're charging for parking anymore, but we'll say 10, it's 90. That might be more towards the 20 side, the parking. Is it? It might be, yeah. And I'm going to guess, you know, it'd be one thing if it was noon. But how much concessions are they really? Do? Can we complain about the concessions all that much? Because aren't people eating all damn day tailgating, <laughs> right? Who walks into Cajun Field on an empty stomach? Look, people want good good concessions, man. People yeah. want the those good nachos, good little burger action, good little you know a little extra amouche bouge sandwich option. You know, you know maybe popcorn, I guess. But everyone's <laughs> everyone's full. You know, obviously beer. You know that's what they really want. They yeah. want something, something cold to drink. But for the most part, you know, everyone is, you know, whether it's, you know, Ole Miss, LSU, Bama, Auburn, wherever you're tailgating to college football these days, if you're playing a 6 p.m. game, 6.30 p.m. game, 8 o'clock game, you're well fed. Yeah. Right? The only time, I mean, do they have any, uh, don't they have a a weekday game here? Let's see here. Saturday, 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 Saturday. 
They have a, a Thursday night game, 6.30. All right, so there's maybe, maybe not time. You know, there's no whole lot of time. If you're going to that game, right, some people will be tailgating, but that's not going to be a lot because people are coming from work, going to scoop up the kids uh, and the spouse and head over to the game, and that's when the concessions is going to come into play, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, everyone is, I would think, well-fed. That doesn't mean you don't need to have a good concession and have it run smoothly, and that's been an issue from my understanding the last couple of years. So what can what what is the biggest issues facing this raging Cajuns in this case this football team? I want to talk about the program. They need a rival. Yeah. We need to pick a rival. All right, whatever it is. I think Southern right? Miss, man. And there was almost too much respect going back and forth with the Southern Miss <laughs> love fest during <laughs> their run in the college baseball World Series. It was I'm getting a little sick of it, but I'm all in good fun. Uh, as you know, the Cajuns Cajuns fans were supporting Southern Miss against Tennessee. Uh, to support the Sun Belt, right? Yep. They don't do that in the Sun Belt or the ACC, I guess. You know, you're not supporting that. You're not doing that. Although I did, and I'm sad to say, I was rooting for Georgetown in 1982. Um, but that you? was that, that was a mistake. On my, <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> a mistake on my part. I, I didn't. I didn't. I was not well versed in who I should be hating and why. Uh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Um, so I, I want to know what we can do to to. I don't know if fix is the right word. Improve, maybe? Improve is a better word. Is that the same word? Is that the same word? It is. Is it broken? Maybe it is broken. Improve is a better word than fix. It's the same word, but it just sounds like you're being... Optimistic. Yeah. Whereas fix is like there's a problem. There's got bad connotation. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I'll buy that. Yeah, improve sounds better. All right. So what can we do to improve this Raging Cajun's athletic department without wholesale changes? And, you know, even... Even if you get the new stadium done, whenever that's going to be done, I'm certainly we're going to ask Dr. Maggot about that. You know, do we have plans? That's we just need the plans. Can we see the plans, please? You know, even if you get that done, you're still only going to have thirty-two thousand or thirty thousand. Is it still going to be only half full? Again, mm. one of the things that you know, let's take a break. That Joel, I've said this before, Dr. Joel Urban over at South Alabama, they do a good job of spreading out the students. From the 20 to the 20. So when the camera on the opposite side is looking at the field of play, and you got a bunch of fans in between the 20s. Now you go up the deck, you go to the second level, there's not many fans. But guess what? Can't see that on TV. Yeah, no, not at all. Can't see it. Here, you can see the students are all in like two sections, all the way up. Move those across and, you know, put them all the way across 10 rows apiece. And you could have something. All right, Dave Schultz, Linda Burton just getting started. Jake Madison, Lockdown Pelicans, coming up here at the bottom of the hour. It's a Thursday afternoon, Sports Chat 103.3. The GOAT. Lafayette's absolute best martini competition and teeny tour to benefit Healing House. Hope for grieving children is in full swing. This year, enjoy signature martinis at eight local restaurants through August 15th. Enjoy a different restaurant's martini for $2 with the purchase of an entree on their featured Teeny Tuesday. Participating restaurants include Bontag Grill, Bonefish Grill, Fizo's, Mercy Kitchen, Chops Mid-City Smokehouse, Tsunami, Vestal, and Walk-Ons. Purchase the martinis a la Maison Pack and receive two hand-painted martini glasses, a signed print by this year's glass artist, Candace Greer, and access to exciting...
exciting online silent auction items. Visit healing-house.org for more information. Join us this Tuesday at Fizo's to try their absolute Southern charm, Martini. Martini's 2023, presented by Town Square Media, Moss Motors, Bourbon Royalty Candle Company, Advanced Piping, Linear Controls, Leading Home Care, and Delone Funeral Home. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Freshness made easy with Febreze Small Spaces. One continuous freshness that fights odors with no batteries and no outlets? Try Febreze Small Spaces. Ah, but what's a small space? To answer that, we brought in our lawyer. Small spaces include, but are not limited to. <sighs> Bathrooms, closets, laundry room, kid room, pet corners, man cave, she sheds, most nooks, and all crannies. There you go. Febreze Small Spaces is the world's most convenient. <clears throat> Febreze Small Spaces is super convenient and never stops freshening for 45 days. Mm-hmm. Free happy Febreze, la 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 la. Here's another tip from Terrio Family Dental. Cavities, also known as caries or tooth decay, are the most common chronic disease of childhood in the United States. Untreated cavities can cause pain and infections that may lead to problems with eating, speaking, playing, and learning. Children who have poor oral health often miss more school and receive lower grades than children who don't. The good news is that cavities are preventable. Make sure your children keep their scheduled visits to their dentist. For more tips and advice from Terrio Family Dental, log on to this Town Square Media Radio Station's website. The caring and friendly staff at Terrio Family Dental can provide complete dental care for your entire family. They offer a large range of services for children and adults, including tooth-colored fillings, crowns, dentures, bridges, teeth whitening, ceramic braces, and Invisalign. And for those who may have some dental fears, Terrio Dental offers sedation dentistry. As always, new patients are welcome. See them at 121 Rue Louis XIV off College Saloon or in their new location, 329 Iberia Street, Youngsville, or visit LafayetteLADentist.com. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey. <laughs> We're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. 103.3 The Goat. 
the greatest sports talk of all time. Just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion, I was soaring ever higher. All right, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, 103.3, uh, The Goat. Let me see if I can find this, because this was going on, and my head spins uh, with all of the NIL stuff. Seems to be changing on a regular basis. Thinks New York actually passed a law that says NCAA can't do anything about NIL, and if they break the rules, too bad. <laughs> all right, because one of the things... And I am going to use Syracuse as a an example. Because I'll be honest with you. Syracuse is a lot closer to the Cajuns than, than they are to Clemson. Wow. All okay. Right. Okay. All right. Bowl game, you know, mid, mid-tier bowl game. NCAA tournament birth is what they do. True. Okay. That that they are very, they're much closer to the Cajuns, although they are doing a little bit better on recruiting. But this is where the NIL was supposed to, as far as I'm concerned, jumpstart it. All right. There are some things that my orange can't overcome. Mm-hmm. They just can't. Facilities wise, you know, we're talking a bad crowd for LSU is 90,000. Yeah. Right. A good crowd for Syracuse is 35. They don't sell out oh. Clemson or Florida State football games. Close. But they generally don't sell them out. Do you think that's because they're a basketball school? Well, I mean, they were a football school, and okay. they're not a basketball school either. They just mm. the the forty six year head coach just got had to leave because they didn't get to the NCAA tournament for a couple of years, and True. he's been to the Final Four twice in the last decade. That's fair, or decade plus. All right, so that's where I thought my orange would take it to the next level, or at least try to have a level playing field, because you know. It's not only all the people in the broadcasting, but plenty of people, business, politics, whatever it is, graduate from Syracuse, go to New York, make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Pony up. All right. When you click uh, men's sports, the top sport on the website, basketball. Because it starts with a B. Oh, yeah. Fair, <laughs> fair, 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 fair. I thought, I thought it, well, let me see what LSU does, because I thought, I thought it goes by popularity. I don't think it does. Usually goes by... No, you're right. goes by... Usually is alphabetical. Alphabetical, yeah. And so I know UL has been trying to get into that. Obviously, LSU is into that. And I don't care that they are. Good for them. Right? If they went out and bought a national championship because of Thatcher Hurd, Tommy White, and Paul Skeens, good for them. Mm -hmm. All right? No one... You know, very few people care about that. Very few. And usually they're not fans. But it doesn't say in the championship ring we bought this championship. Not at all. No one cares, right? I, again, going back to last year when Brian Winhorst said that the Warriors, he caused a stir when he said, well, you know, basically the Warriors bought this championship. Too bad. You want a championship? Go buy it, right? If you want to, you know, well, we didn't go buy a championship. Let's look at our balance sheet. We made money. They had to pay more money. Okay, put that on a ring. Facts. Now. So, you know, maybe it's the NIL deal. 
All right. Uh, you do need, Mike Desmo needs, in terms of the football, uh, basketball doesn't have an issue with it, and baseball doesn't have an issue with it. But as far as, bas- as, far as football does, Mike needs to embrace the transfer portal. I'm yeah, sorry, that's what it got is. got to. Okay. And so when, uh, you know, when one person goes into a football program, such as Trey Amos to Alabama, although, boy, if he's not playing, that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Right? Someone's got to come out of the football program, or someone did come out of the football program. So, you know, those are things that, you know, you ha- this is what it is. In theory, I love what Mike Desimo is saying. We want, to, we want to get the kids and we want to develop them. That's a nice thought. It's not reality anymore. All right. You need, to, you need to develop them and you need to get the NIL going to give them a little bit of cash. Now, what is this guy named Cam Coleman? Is that the kid from Auburn, Phoenix City? Like basically a small town outside of Auburn? Well, it's actually a small town outside of a small town. And he's going to AM. Mm. I mean, I was told he got seven figures. Look, seven figures. He went to the teams, including LSU. I guess he was supposed to go to Auburn, but Auburn kind of laughed at him. Uh, and then AM didn't laugh. Gave no. him seven figures. Took him right. serious. Yep. I've seen my guy, Darren Heitner, talk about all of the money that AM players have gotten, which is great over the last two years. Haven't won anything. Well, they did beat Alabama a couple years ago. But they haven't won anything. So we'll see what it is if, if UL can embrace. And it's not only for the football and the basketball players or the baseball players, but again, softball players, track, soccer, whatever you can do, right? Again, we all think that they all got to be million-dollar deals, but, you know, what about like a ten grand deal, right? That's got to help somebody, right? Yeah, that's got to be huge. $5,000, right? A little deal, right? All right, let's take a timeout. We'll have Dr. Brian Maggard here at 4 o'clock. He'll be here for a half an hour. We're talking Pelicans when we come back. Jake Madison, locked on host. Hopping on. Dave Schultz, Lynn Burton on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. 103.3 The Goat. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. M&D Industries of Louisiana realizes the complexities of today's energy market. However, they also realize the need for product line innovation and new technological development. While maintaining a main core business, M&D has also adapted some of their products to aid operators in their complex P&A projects. M&D's drilling fluid technologies are being modified for an ever-increasing role in solving current customer objectives. Even through hard times like these, M&D Industries is still very positive for the future. Visit them at DrillLab.com today. Proud UL alumni, Lafayette Strong, supporting University of Louisiana Athletics. Okay, next time you're at the store. I dare you to not think about the unmistakable fresh, clean scent of Irish Spring. Yeah, you heard me. I want you to resist picturing a shower filled with those sensational Irish Spring suds. And if you succeed, well, you got what my gramps used to call resolutitude. Not a real word, but let's be honest. You're probably going to end up leaving with Irish Spring because of its irresistible scent and because you have zero resolutitude. Pick up Irish Spring at Walmart today. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. 
Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashona now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I want to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. All right, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. Dr. Brian Maggard coming up from the Raging Cajuns, coming up at 4 to 4.30 to talk uh, Raging Cajuns athletics. Let's talk a little Pelicans with our guy Locked On Pelicans host, Jake Madison. Are there any moves left for the Pelicans to make here, Jake? Are you holding out hope or what they have is what they got? You know, they're going to keep trying to make moves. That part is definitely certain. I just don't think you'll see anything done in the immediate future, but we've still got a ways to go before the season starts in October. So there's plenty of time, and there's no real sense of urgency to get something done right now. Look, they're going to continue to try and maybe duck the luxury tax, not spend that money if they don't need to. That likely means moving on from a guy like Tyra Lewis Jr., who's owed $5.7 million this year. If they can just get rid of him, it gets him under the luxury tax. So I would assume they're going to still look to try and do that. They'd like to upgrade the center position too, maybe move on from Jonas Valanciunas for a guy they think fits a little bit more, even if I think Valanciunas is a slightly underrated center. You know, they've reached out, at least had a call placed over Damian Lillard. I don't think anything's about to come together in the immediate future, but they're going to keep trying to improve this roster and build a uh, contender around what they've got. All right, so are they open to being in the luxury tax situation if they are contending? Say, for example, oh, I don't know, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson remain relatively healthy not taking in load management games that they may miss. And all of a sudden, it's around the all-star break, and they're in the top four, uh, and they're generally a contender. Do they go, do they make a move, whatever that might be, at that point in time, and say, let's go for it? 
Yeah, I think, you know, the long-held belief, and this is something that the franchise has said, you know, for the past 10, 20 years at this point, too, right? So whether you believe it or not remains to be seen, is that if they had a true contender, they would pay the luxury tax. And so if this team is the top four team in the Western Conference, and at the trade deadline, there's a move to be made that significantly improves them, I think they would have the green light to go and do that move, whatever it is it might be. If you could bring in Damian Lillard to New Orleans this offseason without giving up Zion Williamson or Brandon Ingram, I think you know even if that put you into the luxury tax, ownership would approve that as well. But they're going to really need to show that this is a true title contender. And look, the biggest thing that might hinge on is health of the two stars, as you said. And that's still a big question mark, I think, you know, given their careers. We're talking with Jake Madison, Locked On Pelicans host. Are we still wondering about Zion Williamson's health? Do we know anything about that? He did talk to the media afterwards. You know, he's usually not around any offseason uh, deals with the team. What What do we know about Zion Williamson? You know, he, he's been in New Orleans, or at least was in New Orleans working out. I believe he ended up going to France for a little bit, and I'm not sure where he is at this point in time. But he was going through workouts. He was spending time around the team seemed to be a little bit more bought in than he had been in the past, which I think was something that the front office really saw as a sign of improvement here. So we've seen from him that he can do it in the offseason. We saw him do this last year. He was in Florida doing two-a-days, had a personal trainer, a personal chef, doing all of the things he needed to do, and he looked very good at the start of last season, was playing at an all-NBA level before that hamstring injury happened. So we know he can. he's capable of getting in shape, being the person he needs to be. It really comes down to can he do it during the season when there's an injury, when there's some adversity, and that's where we've seen things get a little bit dicey. But right now I have no doubt he's doing all the right things he needs to be doing to get ready for next season. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with how good a shape he was in. What can I do to get you to bring a scale to uh, media days there with Zion Williamson and ask him to hop on the scale? Because I'm not sure I'm going to believe whatever he is going to claim that he is. I mean, I think you just saw it with his play, right? Like This was a guy that was averaging close to 30 points per game. He was dishing out four-plus assists. He was grabbing rebounds. He was essentially unstoppable. You know, as long as his body holds up, and that hamstring injury was more of a fluke injury than anything else, and he suffered a setback from it, which is common with those kind of injuries. You know, again, I, I don't focus too much on the weight. You know, I, I will say the Pelicans have, in his contract, a clause that he's got to be under a certain weight, which means they do get to actually weigh him and point to that number. They'll never tell us what that number is, but there's some safeguards in place for the team to be able to see all of that and know, you know, that try and hold him accountable to it, I think. But I thought he looked very good last year, and if he had not gotten hurt, he would have been in the MVP conversation. He wouldn't mm. have won it, but he might have been getting fourth-place votes, third-place votes. He was a starter in the All-Star game for a reason. He would have been a lock to make one of the All-NBA teams at the very least. As long as you look good and play good like that, you know, I, I think the weight and the actual number is less important. Talking to Jake Madison, Lockdown Pelicans host for a long time, this team like needed a swing in. They needed that, you know shooting forward kind of, you know, defender guy. They had Josh Hart. Now they have, they seem to have an overabundance of them all of a sudden. Uh, is that position locked down? Do they have enough of the swing man that they've always been lacking? Yeah, they've got some good depth there. You, you know, they, it goes to say you can never have too much shooting at the wing position. That's something that is very important in the NBA, let alone with guys that are tall like Trey Murphy that can rebound and defend and do other things like Herb Jones does too for the team. So I don't know if that's the area they're going to actively look to upgrade. I think they could probably use 
a slight upgrade at, say, the guard position to not rely so much on Dyson Daniels and rookie Jordan Hopkins next year. Maybe just a little bit more of a veteran presence there, even though both those guys are going to get significant minutes this year. And then the other area they want to upgrade is the center position. Probably feeling that just Jonas Valanciunas doesn't really fit what Willie Green is trying to do. There's going to be a lot more movement to the offense this season, so you might need a more mobile big than what Valanciunas is. Those are the areas they're going to look to upgrade. But, you know, they've got some talent at the wing positions. Herb Jones just got that big extension. He's a lockdown defender. You know, we, we talk a lot about his three-point shooting, but he shot above 40% post-All-Star break last season. That's a pretty significant number. If he can carry that form over to this season, that's going to really help the Pelicans score some points. You have Trey Murphy that just looks like he's going to be a breakout star at some point. With the shooting that he has, the dunking ability, you saw him add a lot to his game. He improved defensively. And then you have Najee Marshall there as well, just a solid guy that can go out and play and do all of that dirty work, do some of the tough stuff that you need him to do. So they're pretty sad, I think, at the wing position going into next year. Any concerns with Herb Jones? They they seem to be an issue when he's on the court. He is. I mean, sometimes he has really good offensive games, but sometimes he's just off. Uh, yeah, any concerns with him on the court at the end, or do you need him on the court uh, because of his defense trying to lock down, you know, usually the other team's number one guy? You know, I think it'll depend a little bit on how the Pelicans' defense looks this season. They were the sixth-best defense last year. Herb played a huge role in that. But you also saw them plug in other guys, and they did well. And there's definitely some sort of scheme in the way the Pelicans defend that is working for them. And I do think they feel they can plug in, play some guys, and still have pretty good results, maybe not as good as if Herb Jones is out there, which maybe opens the door to close games with Trey Murphy to get the three-point shooting, the court spacing there, because teams really do stay on him. I think Herb Jones is going to benefit a lot from assistant coach James Borrego coming in and retooling and revamping the Pelicans' offense this year. He does a lot of things that just weren't used last year in their isolation-heavy style offense, right? He would just stand on the perimeter, stand in the corner, maybe get a ball, and then shoot the three from there. But he moves really well. He's a very good off-ball cutter. He can handle the ball, too. He played point guard a little bit at times for Alabama in his time there. Mm -hmm. So I think if you use him a little bit more in the offense and they want to run more of a motion-based offense that has guys cutting, that relies on things like dribble handoffs and others, you can use him in some very creative ways that I think make him still a plus guy offensively for you, even if his three-point shot isn't falling. But the biggest thing is going to be Make your three-pointers. If you do that, you can play alongside Zion Williamson, and everyone's going to be happy, and that's the number one thing. 40% from three, above 40% from three, closer to 45% post-All-Star break on limited attempts. But if you can get anywhere close to that, that's a huge improvement, and that's something that's going to open up the Pels offense and make them pretty scary next year. Talking to Jake Madison, Lockdown Pelicans host, your team every day. You got your bird dogs on? I'm not wearing them right now, but I have a couple of pairs now. I love those things. Yeah, they are comfortable. Uh, All right, let's talk about Willie Green. What are you looking for improvement from him in year number two? You know, it's it's the offense. It's opening up that offense and making it a, a scary good offense, and that's really what they need to do. We've seen that 
their good defense under him. We've seen players really buy into what Willie Green is selling too, but at times it feels like he was just a little too stubborn last year with, we're going to do things this way. This is how we practiced it. And you just didn't see the ability to adjust as well in those moments, in those games, or even on a game to game basis that you would have liked to have seen. And sometimes he just relied a little bit too much on just veteran players for whatever reason, maybe he, sees himself in them from his career or what have you. You know, you go back to post-All-Star break, he benched Trey Murphy for three games and started Josh Richardson in his place, and that's after Trey Murphy had been starting. And none of us really understood that decision or why, and he just stuck with it and just decided to kind of do this out of nowhere. And it was a problem, and the Pelicans lost those three games and were on a four-game losing streak after that. And you've got to just kind of know which guys are going to be the ones to carry you and really find a much better rotation than he did last year, not rely on veterans just because they're veterans. If Jordan Hawkins is the guy to play because he's a good three point shooter, then he needs to be playing and it shouldn't be, well, he's a rookie, so I'm not going to play him. And Willie Green has fallen into that trap at times, I think. So it's really kind of figuring out which are the core guys that are going to carry you and make sure you're putting them on the court and make sure you're doing it in the right combinations. that are going to lead to some more offensive success. All right, so what kind of rotation can you have? I mean, usually, you know, you know, regular season rotations are a little bit longer. They sort of tighten up during the postseason. That may have to do with injuries as well. But, I mean, could this team be 9 or 10 deep? Yeah, you know, I, I think so. And I think they're almost going to have to be, you know, given some of the, the lack of, like, an elite starter at the center position or the right guy. You know, you're going to see Jonas Valanciunas play there. You're going to see Larry Nance Jr. play there. But Larry's a little bit undersized at center. So is it going to be a guy like Cody Zeller who they just signed? Where does EJ Liddell fit into all of that? Those are all guys that should get minutes. And that's just... You know, more or less your center position, not even really talking a ton of power forward minutes, I think, at times where Liddell will fit in, where Nance will fit in, but you have Zion soaking up the majority of those. You know, you have some depth at guard, I think. The starters certainly are going to probably be Herb Jones and C.J. McCollum, but Jose Alvarado was there. We kind of forgot about him because of the injuries that he suffered at the end of last season, but he's a big factor. It's kind of that energy guy off the bench. They really see a big future with Dyson Daniels, too. They want to have him out there on the court improving. And then you have the rookie in probably the second-best shooter on the team already in Jordan Hawkins after Trey Murphy. He's going to need minutes, too, so it's really trying to kind of find all of that. So you might be looking at 10 guys, something like that, to start the season. And I think that will certainly get whittled down into the in the playoffs and as the, the season winds down when you start to shorten that rotation up. But I think early on you're going to see a lot of guys getting minutes as they really try and figure out exactly what they have in the team. What is coming up on Locked On Pelicans? we got a live show tonight at 7 p.m. Central on YouTube if people want to hop on and answer questions. And, of course, Summer League starts on Friday. I'm looking forward to that. Um, that's tomorrow, I guess. So Summer League starts right. tomorrow. So we'll be covering all of those games, at least five games for the Pelicans in Summer League, six if they make the championship one. So we'll be able to see a lot of these guys. And I'm excited to see what someone like E.J. Liddell can do, how Jordan Hawkins is going to fit in on the team. So we're going to be covering it all over at Lockdown Pelicans. He is Jake Madison credentialed member of the media, your team every day. See, I watch. I watch. <laughs> What's the smallest market? No, what is the smallest market in the NBA? Uh, it's Memphis, no? technically. But there's less going on in Memphis, I think, than in New Orleans. So fewer distractions there. All right. I don't know if I, how much I buy that, but I guess, I guess so. Uh, I appreciate it, Jake. Jake Madison, Lockdown Pelicans. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, my friend. Of course. Thanks. All right. 
All right, good stuff. Oh, my God, Jake. All right, it's good. You know, watch it first thing in the morning or when I can't sleep and I'm up at 3 o'clock in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, I'm a 12 o'clock locked on Pelicans watcher. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And a lot of stuff is, I don't know if he's replaying it or whatever he's doing, but he, uh, sometimes it's, gets posted early, mm-hmm. right? He, he's done with it, but he doesn't, he posts it when he's done with it and doesn't post it on, for, the, for yeah. the next day. So, and we're a little bit behind with Locked On Sunbelt, but we'll get to that. All right, let's take a time out. Top of the hour, Dr. Brian Maggard's going to hop on. You want to give me an over-under for the, for the, for the Pelicans? I should have asked him that. Win total. Over under. Can I look at how many wins they had these past couple seasons that give you a total when we get back? Sure, because I think it's going to be low. Okay, I'll give it to you when we get back. All right, back after this. Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. 1033. They go. They got a lot of nice girls. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. At Lofton, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to Lofton.jobs. That's Lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs. At the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. Fit your space, fit your needs, and fit your budget. Like a new GE Profile Ultra Fast Combo laundry machine that can wash and dry a large load in about two hours without you ever having to transfer the load over. Final days to get special buy savings like the GE Profile Ultra Fast Combo Laundry Machine. Plus an extra $100 off select laundry sets in store and online at the Home Depot ends July 12th. There's a right way and a wrong way to fight off mosquitoes. Karate chopping the air in a public place in front of your kids and their friends is the wrong way. Using stem mosquito repellent is the right way. Stem effectively repels mosquitoes by harnessing active ingredients found in plants like lemongrass and peppermint, making it safe for use as directed around people and pets. Stem, rooted in nature, optimized by science, and embarrassment-free. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. Time out. All right. Remember, we're a team that plays together. Listen, the winning will take care of itself. We just have to get everyone involved. In interscholastic sports, we celebrate what makes every one of us unique. And in the pursuit of a common goal, everyone in the huddle, in the bleachers, and in the community comes together. This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. 
Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Dave Schultz, Lennon Burton coming up here at four. We get to grill Dr. Brian Maggard. <laughs> Tough nut to crack. Tough nut to crack. You think we got plans for this stadium yet? Look, we'll find out in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> at least you'll try to ask it. Well, we're going to ask it. I got an idea what the answer is, but we'll <laughs> ask. All right. It's always good when I can ask the questions and answer them. That's usually the case, uh, but not all the time. Not all the time. Um, we do have Gunnar Leje coming up, a new pitching uh, and analytics coordinator for Raging Cajun. That's at five. That turned out to be a little bit longer than anticipated, so we'll break that up in two as well. And we got Dan Matthews in between talking Atlanta Braves baseball. All right, you got an over-under number for the Pelicans? So I'm, I'm looking at the wins from the past couple of years. What are they? So um, last year it was 42. Yeah. Year before that, 36, 31, 30. Right. And then the best the best wins they had was 2017, 2018 with 48. Right. So I'm thinking, assuming that they're healthy. Yeah, that's pre-Zion now. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Pre- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So assuming that they're healthy, I'm going to go 49 wins. 49 wins. 49 wins. You think that's going to be the over-under? No, 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 no. That's what I think they're going to get. I don't know. what The the over-under is probably going to be at like 41. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Take the over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, I I thought you meant how many wins do I think they're going to get? Of course, as soon as I did the over-under when he got drafted, like three days later, he injured his knee. Mm. All right. Let me see what we got here. Let me see. Over-under win totals. Because I don't think they were that. What would you say they got this year? They had 42. 42. 40, they were right. 42 and 40. The Pelicans over under this year was 45 and a half. Mm, so, yeah, it's going to be 41. You think it's going to be down? Yeah, I think they're going to put it like 41 or 42 this season. See if they can get over that hump. All right. 45 is pretty good, right? It is. That's why I think, I think they're going to get 49 wins this upcoming season. I do. Minimum. You think you're going to get over 50? All right. So, let's write it down. Up. We got it recorded. I don't yeah. need to write it down. Okay. It's recording. Have it on paper. Um, but that would be interesting because how what I mean, how many teams had 50 wins last year in let's, the West? Let's see. Because I'm not sure it was that many. I mean, the Bucks were number one with 58, right? Let's they, see. They would have been fifth in the East. In the West, the Nuggets only had 53 wins. The Grizzlies 51. That'll be the third seed. With 49 wins? Look, last year. Last year. Based I, on I, last year. I, th- I think anywhere from 45 to 49 wins. But I'm picking 49. I'm picking 49. Okay, I was going to say, that's, I'm a, not, I'm not that's backtracking. a wide range. I'm not backtracking. Right? Because you go from 48 wins to 43 wins, and all of a sudden you're in the playing series. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no, no. 49 wins are going to be pretty good year. That's going to be a lot of fun around here. That's what everybody, look, right. they want to see the jump. Health is what's key, and I think, you know, if healthy, they're one of the best teams in the league. I do. Because they didn't win a lot at the end of the year. No, well, yeah. They actually, they finished up seven out of their last ten, but they were, they were 
They were coming I mean, they were out of looking, the hole. They were looking at winning 50 ball games when they were in first mm-hmm. place in December. Mm-hmm. And they had beaten the Nuggets multiple times during the season. What did you think of the Grant Williams deal? Uh, who, who did he end up going to? Dallas. Oh, I like that for Dallas a lot. I told yeah, you. I like Grant Williams. Look, I told you Dallas is building a lot of good. They got Thibault for defense. Well, you now know, you got Grant Williams for defense. You got Grant defense. Williams. You got Seth Kurt. I like what they're building around Kyrie and Luka. I like Grant Williams. I like it a lot. They're going to be tough to compete with. I like Grant Williams. I think he's a solid player. He is. You know? I mean, obviously, you can't have everything in the NBA. That's the point of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he adds things that that team desperately needs. To your point, defense, rebounding. Toughness. A little toughness. Yep. Yeah. They also mm-hmm. need, someone needs to talk to Luca. Because I'm a big Donkic fan. Mm-hmm. You can't complain about oh. every call. <laughs> you can't complain about every single call. Even Draymond right. doesn't complain about every now, call. Even LeBron doesn't <laughs> complain about every single call. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's exhausting watching those games where it's just like every single time he goes in there and he initiates the contact and he thinks he was fouled. Every single time. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, he, he it, does cry a lot. Come on. you know, Because then it's like the boy who cries wolf, then you're not going to get it when you want it. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're right. You got to pick and choose your spot. The coaches pick and choose their spots. He made a bag. Four years, $54 million. Good for Grant Williams. That's pretty good. His second-round yeah. pick. Yeah, good for Grant Williams. I think he's a second-round pick. Yeah, and he went from Massachusetts taxes to Texas taxes. Hey, you can't beat that. You can't <laughs> yeah, beat that yeah, with yeah. a stick. Whatever it was in Massachusetts, it's zero in Texas. <laughs> That's good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was a second round pick, I believe so. Yeah, 22nd? No, that's first, no, first round, round in that's the first, first round? round. That's first round pick. Okay. Yeah. So he's now he's got a second. He's got, I mean, he basically got the Herb Jones deal. Mm hmm. Yeah. And he's not, do you think he's going to start? No. Wait. Um, let's see. I would I don't, assume, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you know the Mavericks. I don't deals. think so. But let me see their roster just to be sure. He's better off the bench, though. He, he's better bringing you that spark. And bringing, I agree with that. Yeah. Right? But does he fit? More importantly, starting doesn't really matter. Does All right, That's finish? an ego thing. Does he finish? Yeah. I, think he, I, I do think he's good enough to That's finish. the big part is are you on the court in the last five minutes of the game? I do think he finishes because I'm looking at some of their other power forwards. It's like Markeith Morris. Maxi Kleba. I don't even know who that is. Uh, well, he's a stretch, four, stretch four shooter. Right. Um, right. You know, they do have Christian Wood, but I don't think they're going to resign. I don't know if they're going to keep him on the team. Oh, really? Yeah, I can see Grant Williams staying. I can see Grant Williams finishing the game. Well, Christian Wood's more of a shot blocker. True. More um, Plays that forward role, though. Yeah, but he's not a stretch four. No, no, He's no, more no, of a no, shot blocker, no, rebounder, yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. No, as, sure. as somebody who had him on his fantasy team, he was really good at Fantasy player. Great fantasy player. Great fantasy player. Not good in life player. I wouldn't buy time. Is that the deal? Is that the problem? (laughs) Not the problem. All right. Uh, All right. Lots to do. Dan Matthews coming up at 4.30 talking Braves. Gunnar Leger, new Cajuns pitching coordinator. Uh, But up next, Dr. Brian Magger, Louisiana Raging Cajuns athletic director or director of athletics. He just wanted to fill out more letters on his business card. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Linda Burton. So Thursday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat.
attention small business owners looking for new ways to grow your business that won't break the bank what if i told you it all starts with just two easy steps step one stop wasting precious time and money on leads that are being shared with your competition step two speak with the experts at town square interactive delivering digital marketing solutions perfectly tailored to your business you'll get the people and the platform to get in front of more local customers all for one affordable monthly rate the best part no more sharing leads your ideal customer will come directly to you ready to get started go to townsquarelocal.com to use our free traffic estimator and see how many local customers your business could be reaching right now see why we've been trusted by more than 100,000 small businesses and start growing yours today just go to townsquarelocal.com that's townsquarelocal.com Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching a kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 DQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. It's a good thing goats have four stomachs. Otherwise, there's no way we could swallow some of these takes. Hey, goat, what's going on out there? 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back. And I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? 
We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? 